What's up, Pharmacy Nation? I'm Pharmacy Joe. Thank you for being a listener of the Elective Rotation, a critical care and hospital pharmacy podcast. This is episode 856. In this episode, I'll discuss the consensus statement published in the journal Chest on the treatment of community-acquired pneumonia in immunocompromised patients. I have all the evidence supporting today's show linked up in the show notes at pharmacyjoe.com slash episode 856. Authors in the journal Chest published a consensus statement on the treatment of community-acquired pneumonia in immunocompromised patients. This patient population was left out of the updated IDSA CAP guidelines, likely because of their exclusion from the major prospective studies used to support evidence-based guideline recommendations. The consensus statement contains answers to over 20 questions about the care of immunocompromised patients with CAP. Three of the questions I'd like to highlight for this episode are numbers 8, 9, and 10. Question 8 is, what empiric therapy should be started in hospitalized patients with CAP who are immunocompromised? The authors suggest immunocompromised patients without any additional risk factors for drug-resistant bacteria can receive initial empirical therapy targeting only the core respiratory pathogens. This recommendation is made because many immunocompromised patients do not have additional risk factors for drug-resistant pathogens, and the authors consider the core respiratory pathogens for CAP to be gram-positives like strep and MSSA, gram-negatives like H. influenza and cataralis, Klebsiella and E. coli, and atypicals like Legionella, Chlamydia, Mycoplasma, and Coxiella. These are essentially the same pathogens empiric therapy in the IDSA CAP guidelines are directed to. Question 9. In which patients with CAP who are immunocompromised should empiric therapy be extended beyond the core respiratory pathogens? The authors suggest to extend empiric therapy beyond core respiratory pathogens when 1. Risk factors for drug-resistant organisms or opportunistic pathogens are present, and 2. The delay in waiting for identification of the pathogen for choosing empirical antimicrobial therapy will place the patient at increased risk of mortality. The authors predict that the need for empiric therapy for other pathogens will continue to evolve as more point-of-care tests are developed for rapid diagnosis, especially for the opportunistic pathogens. And question 10, what role does the severity of pneumonia play in the selection of initial empiric therapy? The authors suggest that the presence of severe pneumonia can be used as an indication to start empirical therapy for resistant gram-positives and gram-negative organisms, followed by rapid de-escalation if no multidrug-resistant pathogen is identified. The main point the authors make within the details of this response is that Normal pathogens like strep pneumo or legionella can cause a severe pneumonia, so that alone is not a predictor of infection with resistant organisms. At issue, though, is that with severe pneumonia, the risk of missing a resistant pathogen with the initial empiric coverage is of greater consequence. Therefore, the preference is for broad coverage with prompt de-escalation. To access my free download area with 20 different resources to help you in your practice, go to pharmacyjoe.com slash free. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode of the Elective Rotation.